This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. All Out War. President Trump versus his niece. The shocking photo just revealed. Mary Trump in the Oval Office. Then, no more singing in church? Why they're banning Sunday choir and the super filters that clean the air you breathe. It'll reduce the likelihood of spreading the virus. Is this a game changer in the fight against COVID-19? Plus, actor Will Smith, what he's revealing about his youth. I've been called by the cops in Philly on more than 10 occasions. And best catch ever. He used to play high school football. Good catch. I trained all my life for it. Then he said, what? What the Fox News host just called the senator who lost her legs in combat. What a coward. And what we've learned about the death of the infamous school teacher, Mary Kay Letourneau. At the end, 24-7, taking care of her because he loved her. Her final days. Plus, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny Depp, courtroom showdown with his ex. The video just played in court. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The war of the Trumps rages on as Mary Trump's expose on her uncle, the president, continues to reverberate. She says cheating was a way of life for her uncle. Now, Inside Edition has learned the identity of the man who Mary Trump says took the college SATs for Donald. But that is just one of many claims in her book that the White House says is untrue. It's President Trump's niece sitting at the Resolute desk in the Oval Office. The startling photo was unearthed by the DailyMail.com. Check out the headline, Traitor Niece in the Oval. The image was taken in April 2017 at a White House bash to celebrate the 80th birthday of Trump's sister, Mary Ann. In her explosive new book, Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man, Mary Trump writes his bragging and false bravado is not directed at the audience in front of him, but at his long dead father. We're learning more about one shocking claim in the book, a charge that young Donald Trump enlisted a friend to take the college entrance exams. He enlisted a Joe Shapiro, a smart kid with a reputation for being a good test taker to take his SATs for him. Today, Shapiro's widow, former tennis champion Pam Shriver, is pouring scorn on Mary Trump's allegations, telling Inside Edition he was a man of integrity. There's not a chance that he helped Trump with the SAT test. The White House is also denying it. It's a book of falsehoods, and um, that's about it. Mary says Trump displays narcissism, bullying, and grandiosity, and describes a dysfunctional family under the domination of the autocratic patriarch Fred Trump. 
Mary relates a disturbing scene the night her father died of alcoholism in 1981. As my father lay dying alone, Donald went to the movies. Alice Hafter Frankston, a friend of Mary, is speaking out about the book today. She wants people to be aware of who's in office, who's running the country, who's one of the most powerful people in the world, uh, and how he became the way he is. As the national controversy unfolds, Mary Trump has been laying low in a $2 million condo in Cape Cod. Although Mary Trump's book doesn't come out until next Tuesday, it is already number one on Amazon's bestseller list. A dire new warning in the fight against COVID-19. If Americans don't wear a face mask when out and about, the death toll by November 1st will be 208,000. That's another 75,000 people who will die. In an effort to prevent that, in the absence of a federal mandate, more states are requiring masks. And in California, the governor has banned singing in church. Church choirs silenced. Singing has been banned at all church services in California. The extraordinary order from Governor Gavin Newsom comes as a new report labels churches super spreaders. 650 coronavirus cases have been linked to 40 churches and religious events. Churches across the nation have been slowly reopening over the past few weeks. But pastors are reporting that even with social distancing and mask wearing, their parishioners are still getting sick. At one church in Queens, New York, they've lost 74 parishioners to COVID-19. Meantime, the rift between President Trump and Dr. Anthony Fauci appears to be as intense as ever. Dr. Fauci was a no-show at the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing today after he made these remarks warning of a growing crisis. We are still knee-deep in the first wave of this. He was blasted by Trump in an interview last night. I disagree with him. You know, Dr. Fauci said don't wear masks, and now he says wear them, and uh, and he said numerous things. The Trump administration is pushing hard to reopen schools in the fall. They must fully open and they must be fully operational. But some health experts are pushing back. If you try to open up schools right now in Arizona or Florida or Texas, you couldn't keep them open because there'd be too many people who would get sick. One thing that could make schools, large office buildings and malls safer is air filtration systems. This Camfill plant in New Jersey makes specialty MERV-14 filters that can trap the invisible particles that carry the coronavirus. So it gets trapped right inside this filter media, right in the thickness. The filters are inserted into massive air cleaners like this one. These are larger air cleaners that can be installed in big rooms, places like auditoriums, gymnasiums. Keeping clean air circulating is more important than ever, as scientists now believe the virus can travel on much smaller particles and linger in the air. There's more and more evidence that when we generate droplets, we're also generating small droplets called aerosols. And these are ones that, because they're smaller, they're lighter, they can actually travel farther. Many offices are installing small portable air cleaners like these that can be very effective. This machine is an air cleaner that's essentially eliminating greater than 99.99% of all particles. And Lysol just got a big boost today after the EPA officially recommended two of their products for combating COVID-19. Lysol disinfectant spray and Lysol disinfectant max cover. But good luck trying to find some. 
Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall went to eight different stores. Nothing. She finally found some at a drugstore. Found it. Now onto a catch of a lifetime. A man heard cries for help down the street and got there just in time to catch a three-year-old boy being thrown from a burning building. It turns out the hero is a former college football player. He spoke with our Anne Mercagliano. It's a heart-stopping rescue as a hero catches a toddler thrown from a burning apartment. Good catch. The nightmare started on a third-floor balcony. Philip Blanks was visiting a friend at the apartment complex in Phoenix when he heard a commotion. I ran outside barefoot, ran down three flights of steps, and when I got to the bottom of the steps, I assessed the situation. I looked to my right, seeing the fire was um, engulfed the building. You can see Blanks in the red shirt running up to the blazing building where he made the catch of his life. Turns out he was the right guy for the job. Blanks is a retired U.S. Marine, and get this, he was also a wide receiver on his high school and college football teams. How did your football skills prepare you that day to save that boy's life? Quick feet, hands, uh, just having tunnel vision. The three-year-old boy landed safely in Blanks' arms after being tossed down by his terrified mom. When I looked at him, he looked at me. We just had this, we had like a connection. It was crazy. The boy's eight-year-old sister was saved by Blank's friend. She and her little brother are recovering in the hospital. Sadly, their mom lost her life in the fire. She had the courage to save her kids. Blank says that he is in touch with the little boy's family and hopes to meet them soon. As professional sports try to play even a shortened schedule, some members of the WNBA say they're going to have to do better than the accommodations they've been given while in a training bubble. Filthy and nasty are some of the nicer things the players have to say. Worms, bed bugs, gross food. That's what some top women's basketball players are saying they found when they showed up for day one of practice for the new season. A lot of people have reached out to me over the last 24 hours talking about how the NBA uh, players themselves are treated vastly different than WNBA players. The WNBA players are playing and living at a so-called quarantine bubble, a huge sports facility in Bradenton, Florida, called the IMG Academy. This promotional video was used to woo the league to the place. But Seattle Storm player Brianna Stewart started an uproar when she posted video of bed bug traps she found under her mattress. Bug traps. Mouse traps were also seen in the laundry room. In the hotel room might be fine, but mm. the laundry facilities and things of that nature, yeah, I, saw that I mean, it's like considerably, it's considerably less than what NBA players are being treated like. These kind of things will be very problematic. It's a stark contrast to the conditions of the NBA stars, who are staying 117 miles away at Disney's posh Grand Floridian Resort in Orlando. Although they seem to have their own complaints. These are the meals the NBA players are served. Looks sort of like airline food. Still, a lot more appetizing than this chef's surprise the ladies were offered. The NBA might need to be aware of that and make sure they address that quick, fast, and in a hurry. The IMG Academy and the WNBA say they're working to address the players' concerns. IMG also says an inspection did not reveal any bed bugs. The WNBA has dedicated its 2020 season to social justice initiatives, saying they will be displaying Black Lives Matter on the court when play begins on July 24th. And actor Will Smith is adding his voice to the discussion about racism in America, sharing memories from his childhood in Philadelphia, 
and what it was like to be called a disgusting epithet. Black lives matter. Actor Will Smith is speaking out and getting personal about racism in America. I understand what it's like you know, to be in those circumstances with the police. Smith says growing up in Philadelphia, he experienced racism firsthand. I've been called by the cops in Philly on more than 10 occasions. He says those incidents took place under the city's controversial mayor at the time, Frank Rizzo. He went from the chief of police to becoming the mayor and he had an iron hand. A statue of Rizzo was recently vandalized and the National Guard was brought in to remove the statue. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. Meanwhile, in New York, an unexpected development in the case of that white woman who was charged this week with filing a false police report, claiming she was being threatened by a black man in Central Park six weeks ago. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. The case against Amy Cooper, who says she is not guilty, may now be in jeopardy after birdwatcher Christian Cooper announced he would not testify. In a statement released last night, Christian Cooper declares Amy Cooper has suffered enough. He said bringing her more misery just seems like piling on. If the district attorney feels the need to pursue charges, he should pursue charges, but he can do that without me. Attorney Stacy Snyder says Cooper's refusal to testify could doom the case. Without Christian Cooper there to provide his testimony to the DA's office, they don't have a case. In other news today, she shocked the nation with her illicit affair with a 12-year-old student. And after going to jail for her crime, Mary Kay Letourneau then married her young lover when he was old enough. Now, as Jim Murray reports, Mary Kay has passed away, a victim of cancer. We're learning details of Mary Kay Letourneau's final days. Her estranged husband, Billy Falau, was at her side at the very end when she died of cancer at age 58. Billy came up and was by her side for the last couple of months uh, at the end 24-7 taking care of her because he loved her. I had time to emotionally prepare for it. It hurts. And I know it hurts him. A family statement declared Mary passed away peacefully after a six-month battle. She fought tirelessly against this terrible disease. It was sad when she got the news. She was told then that it was stage four and fatal. She stayed strong. Mary Kay Letourneau became the poster child for teachers caught up in sex scandals involving their students. She was a married woman with four children when she had an affair with her student, who was then 12 years old. She was pregnant when she was sentenced to seven years in prison for child rape. It was wrong. And I am sorry. Over the years, Inside Edition has covered every twist and turn of the Letourneau saga, including the birth of her second child with Falau a girl born behind bars. When Mary Kay was released from prison in 2004, she and Falau married. I now pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> they were interviewed by Barbara Walters in 2015 on their 10th anniversary. There is a story of us that has a life of its own. They said a marriage born in scandal wouldn't last, and it didn't. They split in 2017. Their daughters are now in their 20s. Attorney Ann Bremner was Letourneau's friend. Do you think she ever regretted her actions with Vili Falau? Honestly, I don't think she did. I, I think that she felt that it was a love story and she gave up a lot for love. Now the book is closed on the controversial life of Mary Kay Letourneau. Banned from teaching during her final years, Mary Kay Letourneau worked as a paralegal. 
We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, he said what? What the Fox News host just called the senator who lost her legs in combat. What a coward. Plus, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny Depp, courtroom showdown with his ex. The video just played in court. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Water parks reopening. Are you ready for your family to dive in? Next, Inside Edition. We'll show you what they're doing to keep everyone safe in the age of COVID-19. Inside the precautions being taken at water parks. Watch the next Inside Edition. Presidential hopeful Joe Biden is speaking up for Senator Tammy Duckworth, saying comments made about her by a Fox News host are sickening and disgusting. Tucker Carlson said that Duckworth, who lost both her legs when she was shot down during her military service in Iraq, hated America. Then President Trump retweeted his comments. Senator Tammy Duckworth lost both legs in combat. A coward? Really? That's what she's being called by Fox News host Tucker Carlson and President Trump. Carlson and Trump's attack on the Illinois senator started when she appeared on CNN this week and was asked about the movement to take down monuments of George Washington. Well, let me just say that we should start off by having a national dialogue on it. Carlson had this to say. These people actually hate America. Can you really lead a country that you hate? Then Trump jumped into the fray by retweeting the Fox News segment that suggested Duckworth was unpatriotic. Duckworth is now hitting back, tweeting, Does Tucker Carlson want to walk a mile in my legs and then tell me whether or not I love America? She lost her legs as a helicopter pilot in Iraq in 2004. Last night, Carlson doubled down after she declined to go on his show. Keep in mind, Tammy Duckworth is not a child, at least not technically. She is a sitting United States senator who is often described as a hero. Yet Duckworth is too afraid to defend her own statements on a cable TV show. What a coward. In 2018, Duckworth became the first sitting senator in history to give birth. And when we come back, actor Johnny Depp's courtroom drama face to face with his ex after they accuse each other of abuse. Graphic testimony in London where actor Johnny Depp is testifying in a defamation suit he filed against a British newspaper. The paper called him a wife beater. Depp denies that and says it was his then wife Amber Heard who was violent. And as Jim Murray reports, video was played in court that showed just how volatile the relationship was. It's day two of testimony in Johnny Depp's libel suit against the British tabloid newspaper The Sun. The newspaper has accused the Hollywood star of being a wife beater. Depp arrived to court wearing a gray suit and a bandana around his face, waving to fans as he walked in. His ex-wife Amber Heard was all smiles when she showed up to court wearing a pink bandana. Some of the drama being replayed in court more than 5,000 miles away happened here at this luxury high-rise apartment behind me in downtown Los Angeles where the couple lived during their turbulent one-year marriage. The court watched this video of a fight where Depp goes berserk. Depp paces the kitchen, slamming kitchen cabinets and breaking glass. Lawyers for Depp also displayed this photo in court of Depp from 2015 in a hospital in Australia, showing his severed fingertip. He claims Amber Heard sliced it off after she threw a vodka bottle at him. She says the wound was self-inflicted after he threw a phone into the wall. Taking the stand, Depp said, as things tended to do, it escalated and got physical, ending with a bit of assault. Ms. Hurd struck me. 
Lawyers for the London Sun newspaper claim Depp filled his days with booze and drugs, presenting as evidence this photo taken by Heard, allegedly showing the actor passed out following an afternoon binge. When we come back, a whole new meaning to having egg on your face. Finally today, people get really creative when it comes to baby reveals. Check this out. Oh my God. It's an egg roulette gender reveal. <laughs> a couple smashes a dozen pink and blue right eggs here. against their heads. They're all hard-boiled except for one. Which will it be? One, two, three. <laughs> a blue egg breaks. It's a boy. That's some exciting news. Sounds like they are just fine with having a baby boy. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.